Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thank you for coming back. As always, we appreciate it. We appreciate your company, even though you're not keeping us company. We know you're there. I'm going to stop talking. Across from me, as always, is Cy Amundsen. Hello, Chad. I appreciate you, and I have a question. What is on your eyeball? It looks like you're wearing... What's the bluish makeup that women wear on their eyes? Eyeshadow? That's it. I was going to say mascara, but that's on the sure. that's on the that's on the rim but what do you mascara mascara is for the eyelashes yeah can you put mascara comes... what do you put is it uh, is it eyeliner i on think the that's bottom? eyeliner with eyeliner. a pencil yeah i know this i have an 18 year old daughter now and i'll tell you something that's real scary maybe i've said it before but mascara does look like a little pocket vibrator oh cool. and so when you find those <laughs> in your daughter's room you go hey what's going on and then you like turn the little thingy and you go, oh, thank God, it's an eyelash brush. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm dying. And I know that yeah. because Jenna walked into our bathroom the other day and she's like, why are you trying to masturbate with my mascara? So I understand. <laughs> What's wrong with your eye? What do you have going on in your eyeball? So the reason I have this blue up here is because Olivia's last skating show is taking place this weekend. Yep. And... Uh, you get marked. You get They mark your hand with marker when you go in. Like you're going into a strip club? Yes, exactly. And I got up at four. Uh, and by the way, some of the outfits, you're not far off. I don't know. I don't know who's ordering the outfits, but sometimes it gets a little crazy. It gets a little risque <laughs> in there. And so people are like, why do you keep leaving and coming back? It's like, well, I come back for the clothed numbers. That's what I like to do because I'm a dad. I'm a 47-year-old person. But they mark your hand with marker. And I, I was in Houston the morning of the day that the skating show started. And so I was so nervous I was going to miss my flight. I just didn't really sleep. I was kind of off and on a little bit. But I so then I drove home very exhausted and uh, I slept. I fell asleep with my face on my hand and it transferred over. And so now I have permanent marker and it looks a little bit like a teardrop. So I hope nobody takes this too seriously. But that's uh, that's what I've been doing. But, but but believe me, by the end of the weekend, it won't be there anymore because I will have cried it off. <laughs> is this the send off is going to be pretty emotional for you? Oh, fucking a man. They have this senior number where she's out there skating and, you know, her mom and I meet her on the ice and then she comes over. And then at the end of it all, they go, we're going to miss you, Olivia. And then Olivia goes. Well, that's sad. And she started crying and grabbed me and started like weeping into my shoulder. And I'm like, well, fuck. I'm just I'm going to be a wasteland. I drive off, you know, go in the back of the stage with my frozen tears on my face. And all the little girls are like, whose dad is this? It's going to be nuts. I love it just because I think I needed to hear that. I needed to hear about you being openly emotional like that because I was there ever whether it's your wife or a girlfriend or anything like that did you ever have a moment where you're like well they're not physically attracted to me anymore or, or emotional they're just not attracted period to me anymore did you recognize that something you did like they're out there's no way this person can lust after me anymore are you asking me if I've ever questioned someone's attraction to me, I mean, I don't know, every second of every relationship I've ever been in, like they, they could be on their knees with my hands in their hand going, I have never loved anyone this much. You turn me on. 
mentally and physically and emotionally. And I would turn funny and feel like a fat fold release <laughs> from one another. And I'd go, well, this can't be right. Who's paying you to do this? Is my mother paying you? Yeah, no. So I, I think I know where your head's at. Sure. Yeah, I walk around uh, with a level of insecurity in my being that is a mountain high. So, but I had on back-to-back -back days. So I, okay. I was up in the kitchen and we're in our new home and I was up in the kitchen and I was, there was a big beetle on the counter, like a big beetle-y type thing, something with a, I'm not a big bug guy. But it was beetle-esque, right? It's got. A, I'm gonna go. This is in your new place. Yeah, I'm gonna go with cockroach. It's not a cockroach. Just to make you nervous. It's not. Just to make you it's nervous. It's not a cockroach. It's beetle-esque. Okay, then I'm gonna go with bed bug. I'm gonna go with giant bed bug. So there's this giant bed roach on my counter, and <laughs> I see it, and just natural instinct, right? What are you gonna do? I grab a, I grab a paper towel, and I swoop it up, and then I get it in the paper towel. And I, I just crush it, right? Like I kill it. Kill, you kill a bug. Okay. But it was pretty big. And the noise it made when I crushed it, and this was very, my reaction was very unexpected. But the noise when I crushed it was a very, you just removed life from an existing being noise. It sounded like a yeah. fucking semi truck was running over a skeleton. And <laughs> the moment I crushed it, I just, it, this voice in my head just went, you could have just let it go outside. And I like, I felt, I mean, I was a kid. I've shot chipmunks and squirrels. I've hunted. I fish all that. Like I've been a part of animals dying. I eat animal meat all the time. I don't know what happened in that moment, but I felt like such a sap. The bug, it's not like he was, I'm going inside his house and I'm going to fuck shit up on that counter. He just yeah. wound up in my home and I smushed the life out of him. And I was having like a weird time with it. And Jenna came down and she's like, what's, she was just randomly came into the kitchen. She's like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know. I just, I just killed a, a bug and I feel really weird about it. And she goes, was it in our house? And I go, yeah. She goes, good. And then she just walked away because she doesn't <laughs> like bugs. Sure, of course. So that's the table set. I already just, that was a weird interaction. The next day I stopped at a Walgreens on the way home. Yeah. I had to just pick up a couple things and I'm walking down the, the aisle with Easter stuff. And I, I got a lot of nephews and nieces and I like buying stuff for people. So anytime I see anything that I think somebody might want, I just buy it. I don't even think about it. I just... Like I was in a Dick Sporting's good, a Dick Sporting's good. How? Why can't I say that? I was in a. <laughs> <laughs> I could listen to you. <laughs> I could listen to you say Dick Sporting's good all day long because holy shit, when you reloaded to do it the second time and it came out the same way, there was a joy that came, that seeped into my toes. And immediately shot out my ears. It hit every part of my body. Dick Sporting's good. Oh my God. I will take all of that you got. Did you know The Rock has a clothing brand? I mean, The Rock has everything. The Rocks? Yeah, okay. The Rocks has a clothing brand. And uh, okay. I 
I don't know if you and I have ever talked about The Rock. I'm a big rock guy. Love Dwayne sure. The Rock Johnson. I do too. Fucking fantastic. I love everything. He's very funny. Uh, I, I like I like him more. I like him more outside what he does with his money and his time and his fame. Yeah. I really like that I really like that part of him. Like all of them. Ethan is a Ethan is obsessed with him. It's his favorite, you know, I don't know if people have their favorite celebrity, but that would definitely be his and I Dwayne the Rocks Johnson has a clothing <laughs> brand and sure. they had a cool hoodie. And I didn't even think about it. I just swiped it up and brought it home because he was he was here visiting and I gave it to him. Sure. So that I'm always that's my I see something. I go, oh, I'll buy it. Give it to somebody. So yeah. I'm walking down the Easter aisle, the Easter candy aisle. Just, you know, you know how a dog who's been in the house all day goes outside and just kind of is like, well, oh, look, oh, ah, just like enjoying the everything that's around them. Oh, yeah. Do you know how many times I have to tell Poe, hey, motherfucker, we're out for a walk, not out for a smell. Can we please keep moving? Because he just stops every step and he pisses. I don't know how big his bladder is, but he pisses 45 times just to send little warning shots to other dogs. And he's such a puss. It's ridiculous. Uh, well, that's how I walk through an Easter candy aisle. I'm like, oh, 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 what's that, Cadbury? Those Cadbury eggs? Got the Reese's? Like, and I, most people probably don't think you can smell chocolate through wrappers, but I just, I take in all of the, I'm a real yep. candy creep in that aisle, I'm sure. So I'm just mm-hmm. moseying my way through. So I get down to the end of it, and they have like a shelf of stuffed animals, but okay. one of them is a Reese's peanut butter egg but it's a stuffed animal but it's a stuffed animal interesting and i look at it and i go oh man that's a great gift for somebody and i grab it and then i my first thought was oh this is so soft because it was very smushy and then i thought wait a second Cy, you live in ohio and everybody you know and love is a long way away you don't really have anybody to give this to and i was then my brain was like no but it's pretty good though so i just i didn't even i just bought it and i got home and it was this is the next day after and this is another kitchen interaction it's in our kitchen and my wife walks in and she goes what's that and i go it's a stuffed animal i got it at walgreens and she goes who's that for and i was like well i mean i just i just got it i thought it was good so i didn't have a plan for it and she took this really long beat and she goes Okay, so I'm going to do a little summary here. Uh, You, a 37-year-old man that I married, bought a candy bar brand stuffed animal for himself at the Walgreens? I was like, well, I mean, you didn't have to say it all mean like that holy shit but yeah i guess and like that i I i've never felt like she has questioned her like i do i really fuck a guy who buys a reese's peanut butter cup candy bar is that is that my lot in life so now i (laughs) (laughs) and this is all happening mere days after you've been telling other men where to put the furniture Right? Yeah. They've been moving it in? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This is a, you might be in some trouble. Yeah. So I don't know what men do to like reestablish their, you, you know, their sexual prowess in their own home. I don't know 
how to handle that sort of situation, but I might have to figure something out because it was a rough, sad because you killed a bug and adult man who buys stuffed animal for <laughs> no. himself. That's a tough back-to-back -to -back days. You know, that's not, that's not making anybody wet, Chad. And I, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, the only thing wet around here is my face from crying <laughs> at my daughter's last skating show, but, uh, and that's how that will remain. But it would be funny if you had your movers carry Jenna into your bedroom and throw her on the bed so you could have sex with her. That would be fantastic. Like, guys, she goes over here, please. You know, I got, I got these guys for the whole half day. All right, Jeremy, pull her hair. Pull her hair a little bit and say, you're my wife. <laughs> well, you've just described an orgy. Hey, listen to this. Sure. After a show, there was a, a friend of mine that I've become friends with through these golf outings. I didn't know him before I started going on these golf outings. But because of these golf outings, we have a lot in common. We like to gamble. We like tequila. And it's not one of these superficial relationships that like alcoholics have. But, but we, I mean, we're like legitimate, legitimate friends. And um, I was so excited to meet his wife. So he brought her to a show because, you know, he talks about her all the time on these trips and everything. And so I was very excited to meet her. And I go out there and they had brought two couple friends. So there's six total people. Okay. Th three, three wives, three husbands. And so I go out there. And I meet his wife and everything's going great. And then I'm they're like, hey, this is this person. This is this person. I'm shaking everyone's hand. And then one of the women goes, you were pretty funny. And I go, oh, thanks. And then I started talking to other people again. And she goes, the show was okay. And then I didn't, I didn't respond to it. And she goes, why are you ignoring me? And then I went, well, I wasn't ignoring you. You told me that the, it was pretty good, and I said, thank you. And then you said it was okay, but that's the same fucking thing as it was pretty good. I'm not going to keep responding to the fact that you kind of liked my show. <laughs> it's like you're being uh, like Dane Cook's punchlines later on in his career, where he would just repeat the same shit like, so I was looking at an aquarium. You guys, listen, I'm looking at a fish tank. Everyone focus. Here's what I was doing. I'm looking at a pescatarian's lunchbox. And it's like, we got it, dude. You don't have to keep saying the same shit. And I'll go on record as saying, I think Dane Cook's early stuff is fall down funny. Absolutely. Yeah. But later on when he got, when, whenever he got to that thing, like he thought he needed his own getter done. He started doing that thing at the end of jokes where he would repeat itself. But well, we first of all, we so all need our own get our done. Get our done. Well, I can't talk today. Get our done. Oh yes. We all. Where'd need, you wait? Hell yeah, we I all need our own time, get our done. I got a get our done T-shirt from Dick Sporting's Good <laughs> one time, uh, and I couldn't believe they still had them because I thought they'd sell out for sure. For sure. So this girl's like, she's mad at me, and I go, listen, I'm not going to keep. I, I get it. You said the same thing. I responded to you. But I'm not gonna keep do. I'm not gonna keep having this conversation. Mm -hmm. And she goes, "Well, you're an asshole." And I go, "Now we need to hang tight." I go, "Listen, there are six people here. Two of them I really want to talk to. Two of them are being great parts of the conversation. One of them is indifferent, and one of them's being a bitch. So, where do you think my attention <laughs> is going to lie?" You're the last person that's going to get my attention. I go, you're one of these people that has to blow other people's candles out to make the, their shine brighter. 
And I don't like that kind of attitude. I never have. If you don't like my show, great. You've addressed that. I said thank you because pretty good. Listen, lady, some people have hated every fucking word I've ever said on stage. So pretty good (laughs) is still a compliment in my book. So then she goes to her friend that's being indifferent. And I want to be clear. I'll take indifference every single day of the week. Yes. But she goes, why don't you stand up and show him how short he is? So then her friend gets up. That Her husband's like 6'4", and her friend gets up. She's like 6'2", and I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm five. What do you think you're doing? You're not. So finally, I just go, you know that my life is really good, and you having your taller friend stand up is not going to make me like go home and cry. Or I mean, I'm, she probably has a bigger dick than me, too. <laughs> That's all fine with me. My life is good. So whatever you're trying to do, whatever technique you use, to make fun of your husband's softball teammates and they go home crawling back to the bottle, that's not going to work on me because I fucking love my life and it's really great. We just had five sold out shows. I've had friends here all week. This is exciting. And I got to meet my friend's wife for the first time. I don't know why you're just being such a twat. It's that funny... I can't... There's there's a couple of different areas that that behavior can come from it's one i've always hated the people after shows i'm sure you get this all the time too who they they like something but for some reason they think it's a sign of weakness to show that they enjoy something and to compliment someone and i imagine their relationship with their father or mother was a fucking nightmare and i'm sorry for that but don't come out into public and if you like something, just like it. You don't have to go, I guess that was pretty all right, you know, for a fucking dumb, fat piece of shit. That was funny. Like, just just say, I had a nice time. That's one. That, yeah. yeah, I know. It's like, hey, man, you don't have to fuck me. <laughs> if you think I'm funny, it's not like you owe me sex. It's like you can think I'm funny. Also, your girlfriend that was laughing also doesn't want to have sex with me. She's there to laugh and having a very fun time. So why don't you cool your jets? Why don't you uh, put two fingers down your turtleneck and open it up a little bit? Let some steam out, you fucking Jersey Shore twat hole. (laughs) And just like, relax. You get to have fun. But some people, the only way they interact with their friends is just constant ribbing and shitting on them. And that's an exact, you're like, yeah, we just bust each other's fucking balls. You know, we go... We go golf and we shit on each other. You're like, ah, that sounds really tiring. I don't know that I would. Yeah, even, I mean, I, 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 like, I like a, I like a good poking, but yes. And I, I've talked about this a lot over the years, where I think that some some men are just because of for whatever reason are terrified to have an actual emotional moment with another man. Sure. And that's like it's like I'm not asking for emotional moments after shows, by the way, because listen. He is, at, listen to me, everyone listening to the show, walk up to Chad after his performances <laughs> and give him the emotional moment he is begging for. This is a man whose relationship with his father was not what it needed to be, and you can fill that void after a show, after you've had three or four alcoholic beverages. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just can't wait for my dad to not be dead and come to a show and go, that was pretty good. It's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, but, but here's the thing. You know, I know I've, I've asked you to listen to me uninterrupted for an hour. 
Yeah. I understand that. But I mean, you did buy the ticket, yes. but also I'm expecting you to pay attention for an hour. And so if you come out, you know, if anyone has ever listened to my choir concert, my Christmas choir concert bit, yeah, I got slapped in three different cities when I was figuring that joke out, <laughs> that story out. And so I understand that people are emotionally charged about certain things. If you come out and you go, well, I didn't like this thing you said, I will listen to that. That's okay. However, if you're just going to go, that was pretty good. I'll give you one. I'll give you one shot. That's fine. But don't keep like, if, if, if I don't give you the reaction that you want, if your whole life is based on visceral reactions to recharge your energy box, fuck you. That's all I'm saying. And I'll tell you what, this guy's wife was so nice. So I was very thrilled to meet her. Both the husbands were great. I think the lady that stood up that was 6'2", she did it sheepishly because she's like, well, now I'm part of this fucking puppet master thing that I don't want to be part of. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I just, uh, I, I think it's because I was having so much fun and I went out there thinking like, this is awesome. I get to see my buddy. I get to meet his wife. And then, you know, she just sent this whatever. And I don't know what her life is like. Maybe she stays home with three kids all fucking day and had to teach them how to do math during the pandemic. I have no idea. But... That's not on me. Well, that, that's, that's all I'm saying. That's the third possibility, right? The third possibility is some people have bad shit happen to them or they have shit that makes them feel bad in a certain way. And their response is, I want other people to experience this. I feel yeah. this way. And in order for, I don't want... It's, I don't I've never everybody processes stuff different, but I do think there are people who that's they take that information in and they go the way I'll feel better or the way that I'll feel like I'm not alone in this if somebody else feels the shittiness and that that fucking sucks. Sure. Yeah, that's a t that's a tough way to go through life because you're you're losing friends at a pretty rapid pace. Right. But anyways, I'll, I'll tell you what I mean. I had so much fun that, that I think that's why it didn't bug me. And again, I have such a tremendous friendship group, kids, life going on, Podcast family. Partner. All. Yeah. It's yes. So great. Everything's amazing. Yes. I just bought some stock in Dick Sporting's good. <laughs> I mean, things are going well for me. So it's like, I don't know why you're going to try to chop me down. It's not going to work. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. My, my parents have been, so we, we just moved into our, into our house, the one we bought. Yes, you did. The place yep. we bought. And my parents have, they were coming down to visit and hang out. And uh, so, you know, I'm a big Shonda Rhimes guy. I love, I, <laughs> I love, I do. I'll spend, I will spend if you invite me, I will spend all day in Shondaland. And so I watch anything. I, like, I really like, yeah, I really like Shonda's rhyme too. And uh, that one was a stretch. And so I, she has a, it came out last year sometime, but have you heard of Bridgerton? Sure I have. 
So I originally wouldn't watch it because all Jenna does is watch, I know I've bitched about this on the show probably a thousand times, but she watches shows with British accents and she can't fucking hear them. So she puts subtitles on and I can't watch TV with subtitles. I can't do it. I sure. can't do it. So I avoided. I, I understand. Yeah, I understand because you're, you're also, you're trying to read but then your brain tells you there's words I need to read. So you read them, but then you're missing like the action. Why wouldn't I just read the fucking Bridgerton books? If I'm going to yeah. read slow words on a screen, why wouldn't I just read the Bridgerton books? Well, British people historically don't buy stuffed animals for themselves or go, ew, when they squish bugs. So I maybe didn't. that's like part of the reason she watches That it. That is, first of all, I didn't say, ooh, ew. I was, it wasn't gross. I felt terrible for ending a life and no one was there that cannot be confirmed or denied i'm gonna stick with the ew that's my story that's my part of it your face looks stupid because of the mark <laughs> on your eyeball i don't have anything clever <laughs> fuck you just let me keep going on with my story look you yep, back you you know i'm feeling insecure today and you really really pushed me into co into a corner here bridgerton take two so uh, I didn't watch Bridgerton originally, and the last month or so, I decided to give Bridgerton a try, and so I was watching it at night before I was falling asleep, and yeah. I guess Jenna hadn't finished Bridgerton. She watched like the first couple episodes and then ah, forgot about it, so okay. I've been watching it at night, and you know when you fall asleep and it keeps playing? Yes. And it goes a few episodes ahead. And you always tend to wake up during the credits or at like a really dramatic moment because the volume comes up. Yeah. I don't know what episode I fell asleep on, but the episode I woke up on was this dude, the Duke, just like railing this girl. And I mean, I, for a second, I was like, am I having a Bridgerton dream? Like, it was, like, so graphic. It, I mean... Yeah, it, that's, that, that's, that's what I think. The, the dream thing, that's where I thought you were going. Because anytime I fall asleep with something, especially if there's, like, a British accent, all of a sudden my children come home from school and they're like, hello, father. And it's like, what in the fuck is going on here? Why am I having this dream? And then I realize it's because I didn't shut my computer in time. The, and it, I didn't see, Bridgerton is, the first few episodes, it's about this, you know, this rich British world where women meet men that are up in society and get, prom it's about the, that, they call it a season, I guess, you know, like it's the season with the Mary, whatever. The point is, oh. it, it's like a human interaction, romance -y type thing, but you don't realize that when episode five comes, he's just going to be plowing her. Like, there's just this sure. graphic sex over and over and over. And that's just what the show is from that point on. It, it kind of, it kind of, <laughs> you get kind of hoodwinked into that part. And so I knew that's where the show was going. But my mom was here and she and Jenna were talking about Bridgerton. And Jenna's like, we should okay. watch it. And they started watching it. And I walked by the living room, and they were about an episode away from where things turned. Yeah. And I think a good husband would have been, like, sent a text to Jenna, like, hey, this is about to get graphic and probably awkward. Nope. I was like, I walked out and yeah. just, good for you. just smiled all day at the fact that my wife and my mom 
we're going to uncomfortably watch Shondaland <laughs> period piece graphic sex together. And then I came back as it was happening, and just the vibe in the room was, it was rough. It was a rough, uncomfortable vibe. But you could tell neither of them, you've, you told a story like that a long time ago about your daughter's uh, boyfriend. Like, boyfriend, yeah. It's a weird, no one's going to shut it off. No one's going to shut it off. They just like, and I think they thought they would get right. through the first scene and like, all right, now we're back to the show. It's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, he's about to get it for a while. <laughs> well, of course he is. I mean, you're talking about basically Grey's Anatomy, except no doctors. They just took Grey's Anatomy and put it in a time machine and moved it to England. I mean, that's basically... I mean, there was never this much, like shots from the top corner of a room while you see a guy's bare ass and i mean it's just so much close-ups on the faces it's uh yeah streaming streaming services have changed sex scenes in tv shows correct there's just no doubt about it where you're watching and you're going like why can i see why can i see his nut and you're like oh that's right this is netflix i forgot this wasn't cbs primetime it's netflix so now i gotta watch balls slapping on butt cheeks and then I took, I took my, my dad to, there's this grocery store down here. It's called Jungle Gyms. I love it already. It is wild. No exaggeration. It's the biggest grocery. It has to be the biggest grocery store in the continental United States. <laughs> um, and that's not me being theatrical. That's me. It is, Chad, I think it's the size of three or four Walmarts. If there is a... What? Dude, I, you have to look at... Next time you're here, we'll go. I can't even explain it to you. And they have every food from every culture you could ever imagine. It is bananas. I've never seen anything like it. I have to tell you something, and I don't know how this is going to go, but I promise you, I took pictures. I was on a fucking flight where the lady, while she was giving the, like, and it is an FFA regulate, FAA? FFA, Future Farmers of America. It is a sure. Delta policy. I'm just going to go. It is a <laughs> Delta policy that your mask has to be over your mouth and nose at the same time. And her mask wasn't, it was like over half her bottom lip. And it's like, whatever. But when she, I, I don't listen, this is real. When she handed out snack boxes, the white people got one kind of snack box. And the black people got a different kind of snack box. I'm not shitting you. I, I kept looking around and I got up and I walked all through the cabin to see if I was right. And it matched up because the, the black people had red snack boxes and the white people had orange snack boxes that opened differently. The red snack boxes, the whole lid came off and it was held on by a sticker. And the orange snack boxes had like a perforation where you have to rip it and then pull the lid back. And I'm telling you, dude, this one guy, he was looking at me and I kept looking at him because we were holding up each our each snacks because he noticed it too. And he had snacks. This is a black dude. He had snacks that were like uh, off-brand corn nuts called Bubba's. And I was like, oh my fucking God, what is going on? Because everything in my snack box looked like it came straight from Lululemon. I mean, it was packaged. It was like... Uh, you just had air, uh, a package of AirPods in there. 
Yeah, but I had like RX bars where it was blue. You know, this only has four ingredients. It has dates and blah, blah, blah. And he was, we kept holding up our snacks to each other. And finally, we just both shook our head at each other. Like, we, we don't know what's happening right now. I have to figure out what this is about. Maybe I shouldn't have told this story yet until I have more facts. But I'm going to call Delta and ask them about this. Because it blew my mind. No, I mean, I think it was, don't be hard on yourself. I think it totally made sense to drop a, like an antidote about somebody who committed a racially conflicting behavior on an airplane into the middle of me describing the size of a grocery store. I think it makes a ton of sense. I'm telling you, <laughs> the facts I have is that every single black person had a red snack box and every single white person had an orange snack box. And that is a fucking fact. Sure. That is undeniable. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to call Delta and I'm going to say allegedly... Just because I've been sued before, and Delta seems like they have deep pockets. Sure. But I'm going to call Delta and find out what, what's happening. And I, can I give you a prediction? Yeah. I bet that conversation is really going to go somewhere. <laughs> I want to know what, why. I want to know why. I should have gotten that guy's number because he would back me up for sure. I, I mean, we all know why. Like, can I get back to Jungle Gyms here for a second? Please do. Thank you. So. You're welcome. It's the size of several Walmarts. Okay. My, my dad and I are there. I feel like somebody was just thrown into the woods and they're like, come get home however you want, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I really took this on a different angle. But it, I forgot about it for a second, and then it just blew my mind when you started talking about food. Next time you're telling a story, you're in the middle of a story, I'm going to be like, hold on, hold on. Like if it's about golfing, I'm going to be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was on the bus. There's a guy in front of me. He's flipping through his phone. And I swear, almost from an angle, it looked like, they're, like there were pictures of kids, but it almost didn't seem like they were wearing clothes. So, you know. Hold on, let me write, let me write this down. No more stories about golf. Okay, <laughs> ready. So, Jungle Gyms is wild. There's so many people there. The parking lot, you spend five minutes in the parking lot, and you would start lobbying Congress to have it be legal to run over people with your vehicle. Because you, there's, <laughs> there's something about this grocery store where it's like, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to come to Jungle Gyms, get my snackums, get my bacons, and then I'm going to head out to the parking lot and walk catty corner across the, the lanes where people are driving for about a week and a half. I've never seen so many people walk so freely in front of it's it's the it's fucking insanity. It sounds horrible. I, I just was in Texas and stopped at a gas station there called Bucky's. And everyone was like, you got to stop at Bucky's, man. It's the biggest gas station ever. You got to stop at Bucky. And you get there and it is like a fucking anthill, except with zero organization. It's like a bunch of ants just going every single which way. It was disgusting. I walked in for one second, and they go, calling order number 43. And I was like, see ya. I don't need to be in a gas station where they have to take a fucking number for anything. 
except at number two. Am I right? Come on. Come on. Uh, Come but, on. But I know. But but for real, it was a nightmare. So I can't imagine. And it was not as big as four Walmart. So I can't imagine what you were dealing with. Also, can I? I hate that I'm doing this, but can I go back to your airplane story? I don't know if we should. Corn nuts, I have more information. Corn nuts are such a garbage trash snack originally. I know. The fact that they had generic corn nuts and that they're called Bubba's is honestly one of the five funniest things I've heard this year. I'm telling you, I got, I'm going to have to look into it. And I'm so sad I didn't get that. Honey, you know we don't have corn nut money. Buy the fucking Bubba's. Yeah, it's just a big bag like the bottom aisle cereal. You just come out, it looks like dog food. You're like, is that dog food? No, it's corn nuts. I got Bubba's corn nuts, the whole bag of them. We're going to plant corn nut trees, see if we can live off the land. <laughs> imagine, imagine being the family who, oh man, being the kid who's, because my mom, all she did was buy generic stuff. So I go, I bring my lunch to school and everybody else is ripping out their Cheetos and I'm pulling out like my orange curls. But <laughs> yeah. that like bringing a Ziploc bag full of discount corn nuts, that's an X. You're going to get worked for that in middle school. That's fucked up because you open them and people immediately think it's your shoes <laughs> because you just, you just come from that line of parents. So I'm in jungle gyms. Okay. It takes three months to park, and <laughs> we're in jungle gyms, and we nag. So they have a fish market in there, and you know, like when you go to Pikes in Seattle, and they have the yeah. fish. They're they're full fish. They have the scales and the head. Yeah. They have that, and it's indoors, so it's it's a brutal smell. It's a tough area. It smells to horrible. Be. So they have they have fresh fish in jungles gym. In Jungle's Gym, yep. Do you think... Okay, just making sure. I just want to know, you truly believe that that part earlier in the show has been worth tagging this many times? <laughs> I want people to not forget that you said Dick Sporting's good two times. You tried to reload it and still said the same thing. I can't get over it. It made me laugh super hard, and uh, I've just been giggling about it the entire time. So, uh, we go... My dad loves oysters, and they have a okay. big oyster bar. And he loves seafood, too. So we go and we're looking through all this horrific smelling fish. And I love seafood, too. But there's just there's something I don't trust about an indoor fish market in Fairfield, Ohio. Yeah, it is weird. You're not, you're not very close to yeah. a sea. <laughs> this isn't Boston or Pike's Market or San Francisco. Like, you guys just bring that in off the wharf? There's not a lot of yeah, wharfs right. in Fairfield, <laughs> yeah. Ohio. So uh, we're looking for stuff, and we're wrapping around all these counters, and they had a mako shark. And, Chad, like, on ice, still in the sharks, it was a full shark body. It was a, a, a sure. like, this isn't shark meat. It's a shark laying on yep. ice. It looked probably about 70 pounds. It's, and it is, you look from 40 feet away, you're like, there's a fucking shark over there. There's no, you don't wonder, oh, is that a, some sharks look like they might not be sharks. This is right. the shark that you imagine when you imagine sharks. I don't know why I'm over describing <laughs> the shark, but I need you to, I need you to know that it is a very sharky shark. And sharky shark and the funky bunch. Sure. And so 
it's like probably about 70 pounds and it was like four or five bucks a pound and i asked the guy i was like hey man do you like do you chop the like what if i want two pounds of mako shark are you just gonna whack him up like no you buy the whole shark so it's like a 280 dollar shark and i didn't buy it but i think i'm going to because we (laughs) we live on this little lake that's a oh dude do i love where i'm gonna shut the fuck up you go it's a good idea right i know you know it's It's such such a good it's such a great idea we just moved here we're on this little tiny lake and this lake was so people there's not a lot of lakes in ohio and this lake when it was built 70 whatever years ago it was a pay fishing lake so a guy owned the lake and you could pay come in put your boat on it and you could catch fish. So he would stock it. So for 70 years, it's being stocked. So it's got great panfish and bass. But then everybody talks about like, yeah, there's some old fish in here. You catch, you catch some catfish, 70 pound catfish. You, know, you don't know what you can catch in here. There's some old, old fish. Everybody who has <laughs> talked to me about fishing mentions that it used to be a pay fishing lake and there's some old, old fish. And I cannot imagine anything funnier then on the first nice day, it's also such a small lake and voice travels over water that I could yeah. go out in the middle of the lake and if I make noise, everyone on the lake will hear me. Everyone. I can't imagine something funnier than going out there, sliding this shark on my line into the water, waiting a couple yeah. minutes and then just start shouting and reeling the line and having somebody like making a big commotion until people start noticing and then have somebody <laughs> swoop up the shark in the net and like shake it so it looks like it's flopping. Yep. And then yep. we you start going, what that. the hell? What is this? What the hell? And then just, I know enough people that I could text and everybody gossips so much. And I'm just going to be like, I have no idea where it came from, but I caught a very weird fish in this lake. And then, because my deck is five feet from the water, I'm going to okay. like, like, just like in Jaws, I'm going to hang it from my deck so people yeah. can drive. That's a great idea, right? That's a great prank. It's a great idea. I think you have to take a picture of it on the end of your dock so people can see it. I think you have to be holding it by the gill or something. Well, 70 pounds, that's a lot. But Jenna will I hold think, it by uh, the gill. We'll have Jenna hold it by I the th- gill. I'll take the picture. I think you need to... Uh, do that you also you're gonna need something to club it with so when someone's watching you're gonna have to (laughs) club your boat because otherwise they're gonna be like well how'd you kill it you're gonna have to club it and then you're gonna need fake blood you're gonna need to bring fake blood out and have it coming out the gills and i'm telling you this is gonna be a prank that rocks your area for generations kids aren't gonna swim in that lake for generations because of this prank and i'm going to tell you something that i don't tell you very often i am proud of you thank you this is fucking great the most important question here is obviously i'm pranking the whole lake but do i also keep it from jenna now i know what you're saying Cy. you're saying it on your public podcast if you think jenna listens to this show if you think (laughs) there's no chance she stopped on episode eight so yeah i and I think I also keep it from her. And maybe that's the way, you know, she's like, oh, maybe my little stuffed animal husband, bug squishing pussy. Look at him. He's out here catching fucking sharks. 
If you're going to do that, then I think you need to wait a little bit because I know, and I'm going to tell you something else. People that have been coming to the shows comment on how healthy you sound. And I'm also going to say, you know, I know that's, I know you're coming around downtown now. Come around downtown And so I think you wait a little bit long till you can get in the lake. I think you don't bring a boat. I think (laughs) you catch this motherfucker with your hands and you put on a show out there. Like when, uh, Adam Sandler was wrestling with the the crocodile that stole Chubbs's hand. Yeah, I think you really make it go. A lot of splashing, a lot of splish splashing, a lot of that stuff. I just climb out of the water onto our dock holding a shark. Jenna, call the movers. Have them throw you on the fucking bed. <laughs> Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.